passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Looking to throw, plenty of time. Now he's running out of time. Throws it into the end zone, complete. Touchdown, Arkansas. Traders. Hey, this is Darren McFadden. You're listening to the Morning Rush. Live from the Bush Light Studio. Bush. 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. On your favorite Arkansas sports talk station. Were you going to have a party here tonight, son? I don't know what that was all about. Streaming live from hitthatline.com. That seducer and despoiler must be stopped. He's extremely dangerous. This is The Morning Rush with Ty Richardson, Tommy Kraft, and Chuck Barrett. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The Morning Morning Rush starts right now. Yes, All right, hour number two of the Morning Rush on a Toyota Tuesday. Trey Knox, you won't be hearing a highlight that Chuck Barrett's calling next season because he has entered the transfer portal as of yesterday, has not finalized the destination, at least publicly, maybe privately he knows where he's going. We'll talk about that impact coming up and also his tight ends coach, has entered the portal as well, going to South Carolina. Hey, brought to you by Burton Pools and Spas. Don't just survive the holidays, thrive. Everybody's stressed out this time of the year. Not enough time to get everything done. Soak away the stress and the soreness that comes with the busiest time of the year with a brand-new hot spring spa from Burton's. Treat yourself this holiday season. You, you've been all, you've always thought about having a, a hot tub on your back porch. Well, now's the time, and here's why you choose Burton's. Been around for more than 40 years in business, sold over 8,000 spas in their history, and when you buy from Burton's, delivery setup, all of it's included in the price. So, you know, when you're evaluating, well, I found this one online. Well, yeah, how are you going to get it where it needs to go? Who's going to take care of the electrical? Who's going to show you how to use it? All of those things start to become the questions that, you know, you hopefully you got answered before the delivery truck backs up to your driveway and you got no help. 
They got prices starting at $34.99, payments as low as $47 a month. Burton Pools and Spas with two great locations, Springdale and in Fort Smith, and always online at BurtonPools.com. Is it safe to assume that Trey Knox, pretty good odds he goes to Columbia, South Carolina? They lost Austin Stogner. They lost Jaheim Bell. They need a tight end. His tight ends coach is going there. Is that a guess? I think we're drawing a conclusion there that, I mean, it may end up being that way, but I don't think, you think that's why he entered the portal, is to follow? I don't know why. I mean, keep in mind, we had a te- I don't know, we had a texter say this earlier, and I think this is right because he came in as a wide receiver. Justin Stepp, who's there now as their wide receivers coach, was involved, or at least maybe the primary recruiter on Trey Knox coming to Arkansas. That makes sense to me, at least, that the, the dots connect. Trey, TQ Jackson... Shamar Nash and so Burks. Finding a level of comfort with Justin Stepp there, Dow Loggins as your OC, I, I could see why you could draw that conclusion. May not pan out that way at all. We'll I see. think I I think that the the step aspect that you brought up that I that was told to me last night, I just now remembered it this morning. I think that's a great angle that yeah. uh people should be thinking about on this. Just to put in perspective where Trey Knox is, he was fifth amongst SEC tight ends this season with his stats. Nearly 300 yards, five touchdowns, only had 26 catches on the year. Uh, Four-star out of high school. Uh, the step that Tommy brought up, Justin Step, the fact that he got four four-stars out of high school, TQ Jackson against Shamar Nass, Burks, and then him, that was a big deal at the time. And now there's not any of those guys on campus anymore. Now it would be, I guess, year five at this point in time. But this is uh, this is what kind of where you're at right now. we Kind of joked about, I don't know who Traylon Burks is going to throw the ball to at the bowl game, but uh, it won't be Trey Knox, Tommy. Nope. And, uh, again, I, I'm beginning to say, you know, what what should we really expect in this bowl game? I've been talking about this for a week or two now. What should really be our expectations with everything considered in this game? I'm not throwing in the towel or anything of that nature, but we saw the reverse of this last year. We saw a game where... Two years ago, TCU decided, hey, we don't we don't want to play. Now, COVID was a bit of a different issue, but I think with Portal and COVID and everything then, they knew they were going to get their tails kicked. And I'm not suggesting Arkansas should not go. Don't, don't, don't mishear me. I'm just saying Penn State showed up to a game ill-equipped to compete with the Razorbacks last year and got their fannies kicked. They're in the Rose Bowl this year. Uh, Arkansas may show up ill-equipped to beat Kansas, and we don't all need to say the sky's falling, Sam should be fired, fire them all. When that, if that happens, you know, fire them all. Well, I mean, there's going to be some things that are going to be a challenge for the Razorbacks in this bowl game. Hopefully, they can overcome it. Kansas is not a juggernaut. Arkansas was was tough on Penn State last year. I hope we're not going to see karma come back on in that equation. You brought up the idea that Arkansas should just be able to run the football on Kansas. They have not been good against the run this year. I hope it's the case like yep. Penn State last year where you don't even really have to pass. Because if you remember, Arkansas's passing game was dreadful in that bowl game. They just ran all over Penn State in the second half. You didn't have to worry about it. KJ threw two picks if you remember that correctly. And he didn't have Burks and that was his first adjustment really without him. But they were bad last year throwing the football in that game. I don't know if I can say that they're going to be bad. I'm assuming the passing game is not going to be good in this bowl game based on everything you just lost. Hopefully, you just pound Kansas into oblivion because you got SEC offensive linemen and they and they don't have SEC defensive linemen. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the way you win the football game is you control the clock. You have it 35, 38 minutes to the ball game, and uh, you just try to grind it on them. And Kendall Bryles likes to run that tempo, and tempo is part of how he's worn down opponents. But I'd love to see Arkansas just you know. There's been 
multiple 10, 12, 13. I think there was one at Provo uh, against you uh, against uh, BYU that was what a 14 play a 75-yard drive or something like that that took 10 minutes off the clock. Fourth quarter, yep. Yeah, you need you need those kind of drives, I think, just to control this game against Kansas. And you're not going to have Stromberg up front. Hopefully you can put a, a line that can open some holes. Rocket Sanders has got to have a great day. Um, but, I, I, you know, can Kansas load the box and stop you? That's going to be the ball game, at least from 10,000 feet right now. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks out. Mm-hmm. And if they do load the box, you can still run on blitzes. That, two weeks from tomorrow. Oh, that's crazy how quick it's coming up and approaching. You were talking about the Christmas Tomorrow's countdown. the 14th. Yeah, it's two weeks from tomorrow. I guess the, the bowl down. And again, that day is going to be nice because you'll get to see not only the Razorbacks take on the Kansas Jayhawks, you'll also get a chance to see Arkansas basketball in its first conference opener on the road against LSU. Man, it sure seems like the Razorbacks start on the road in basketball every year. And LSU's not a premier opponent this year. I don't think McMahon's or McMahon or whatever you say his name is is going to have. They're going to have a great season. But it it sure seems like they start on the road nearly every year. I'm fine with that because generally you start conference play on a weeknight. You'd rather have. I'd that. rather have an extra Saturday home game. I think that I think that's fair on that point. I'm excited for again conference basketball, but I am excited for this bowl game. I do wonder what the actual rumblings are in the athletic department and the coaching staff and in those rooms right now what people are actually thinking with losing your defensive coordinator losing a bunch of guys to the portal losing losing your tight ends coach if they are treating it as well this is happening everywhere or if they're treating it as well we have an actual couple of issues that we better get fixed or 2023 is not going to be a fun season at all listen you pay you pay sam Pittman to not be chicken little you can't have the sky falling these are issues that, you know, you, you, you're paid to stand at the will, to be the captain of the boat, to deal with it. And Sam will. I mean, he's not lost a coach to a lateral move. All of these are clear promotions within the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I understand the money aspect with Barry Odom's not, uh, not a step up, but he's becoming a head coach again. Um, offensive coordinator versus tight ends coach. On the offensive side of the ball, the tight ends coach is, you know, Bottom end of the bottom rung, so to speak. It's always generally your last and least important hire in a lot of cases. It's usually the the least experienced coach. Wasn't with Arkansas with Dow Loggins, but in the past, that's how it has worked with with a lot of places. Uh, and they have to work well with the offensive line coach. So I think you'll see a, probably a young up and comer uh, that'll make less money at tight end coach, and you hope to get an experienced, established name at defensive coordinator. How they reestablish or spread out. The coaching salary pool will be interesting as we move forward. Hey, anytime we're going to Northwest Arkansas and need a place to stay, uh, Ty and I always choose the Inn at the Mill. And if you're uh, in Russellville or Clarksville or Hot Springs or Mountain Home Listing and you need to come to Northwest Arkansas and, <coughs> pardon me, and stay for a few days, the Inn at the Mill is the spot. Located conveniently off I-49 at the Johnson exit, it is right in the heart of everything in Northwest Arkansas. Whether you're going to the AMP, Crystal Bridges, or going to the ball game, uh, it is easy and convenient at the end of the mill. I love the rooms. They're oversized. They're spacious. It's a historic property. The old the old mill is uh, just kind of neat to sit around the water there and have a business meeting or just relax and have a cup of coffee. 443-1800 is their number to make a reservation. Get the personal touch. They love their guest at the Inn at the Mill. 443-1800 or online at inatthemill.com. 
Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! This is your hog update on the morning rush. Brought to you by Mr. Sparky. Need a licensed electrician to service your home? For one of their local pros, call 888-8SPARKY. Biggest Razorback football news that came out yesterday. Trey Knox has entered the transfer portal. Has not announced his final destination yet. But that coming off the heels of Dow Loggins taking the South Carolina job, which was also, I guess it, I don't, they put out something yet? I haven't gotten no, but it's been Twitter. widely reported. Yeah, widely so. reported. So I guess we're still waiting on that. We'll have to wait and see what right, the Arkansas won't put anything out. I'm talking about Gamecocks. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you never see the school that they're leaving put it out. But yeah, you see something from South Carolina maybe today. Yep. Probably get that later on. Nick Smith Jr. named the co SEC freshman of the week, third straight week. An honor for the Arkansas Razorback basketball team from the SEC office. Nick had a really stellar performance against UNC Greensboro where he took over in the second half. Not surprised and won't be the last award that he's given from the SEC office this year. Well, and, you know, he've had some individual standouts. You know, I wonder at the, at the state where college basketball is at, do we need a freshman of the week award and then a player of the week award? I mean, the freshmen are oftentimes the best players in the league, period. So sometimes I wonder which one's more valuable, being freshman of the week or the player of the week. To me, they're almost one and the same anymore with where where we're at with basketball. Speaking of freshmen, Christopher Poopal was named a freshman All-American AP-wise, as was Drew Sanders named a first-team AP All-American. Drew getting a bunch of awards. That's good for Poopal, who, again, he was really good this year. He's probably the best young defensive player that you have on the roster currently. DJ Williams put his name in the hat for the tight end job at Arkansas. He said, Coach Pittman, I would love to talk to you about coaching tight ends. I know Chris Gragg has also put something out on, on social media like that. That's always the, the I know Derek and Zach were having fun with it yesterday. Let's just find a former player and say, hey, you should be the well, next coach. You know, with, <laughs> with all due respect, don't you need an experienced coach? I mean, the idea yeah. that just, I understand you played but if that was the case, wouldn't wouldn't Larry Bird been like one of the greatest coaches ever? Wouldn't Michael Jordan? Couldn't he have been the? I mean, just because you play doesn't mean you're a great coach. There's a lot more to it. In mm-hmm. fact, some of the greatest coaches never really played at a high level. See Bill Belichick. See Nick Saban. Um, so, you know, we can't get caught up in that. Yeah, these are great former players, but and maybe they'd be great coaches. I'm not saying you you can't be, but you know, just because you played here and you were a a star doesn't mean you you're the right fit for the job. Yeah, you just you've talked about you want the it's best a job. Fit, you best fit for the job. Doesn't have to be a former Razorback. I mean, Hunter doesn't have any ties here. 
Anyone want to disagree that he's doing a good job? Right. Broyles never Arkansas? had any ties. Yeah. George Tech, dude. <laughs> I mean, came this, from Missouri. Erwin's talked about this. McDonald's from Ireland. Broyles went to Georgia Tech. Nolan from Tolson's from El Paso. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's three of the best coaches in Razorback history. I think the exception that, would be John McDonald, wasn't he? The shop teacher at Greenland. Am I remembering that right? That they, And became the track coach when. And he was obviously from Ireland. He was not a born Razorback. So, um, but he had some ties in the air. I mean, the point is, we always want to look from within when generally greatness comes from outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, again, best guy for the job. That's what you want. My dad sent me this yesterday. Baylor's on this list, too. You're one of seven teams that have a top 25 men and women's college basketball team and are bowl bound this season, along with Ohio State, Kansas, UConn, UCLA, Baylor. In Maryland, if you want an obscure stat, that is your obscure stat this morning. That's going to do it for your hog update. Brought to you by Mr. Sparky. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. All right, it is December. And I know a lot of you partake in Christmas movies this time of year. Any guesses? This is from Wish Listed. What the number one rated Christmas movie for the state of Arkansas is? Oh, I would think we have to, would have to like Christmas Vacation the most just because it has Cousin Eddie, and we all got a relative that's like Cousin it's Eddie. Cousin Eddie. It's actually Die Hard, according to this really? list, which some people say is a Christmas movie. Other people say it's not a Christmas movie. Now, in Arizona and Alaska, Christmas Vacation is that, along with a bunch of other states. Some of the others are Love Actually, It's a Wonderful Life, Gremlins, Edward Scissorhands, I don't know if Gremlins and Edward Scissorhands initially is in the same class as some of these. Some of these, like, I've never heard of the shop around the corner. I've never heard of that movie. But, uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation is not, but it's for a lot of other states on this list. It's easily the most popular one on this, the United States-wise. Yeah, and Christmas Day, you know, because they start it usually on TNT, TBS, The Christmas Story, usually like 6 o'clock Christmas Eve night, and it runs for 24 hours. Be the, you know... How many hours do you leave it on there? You'll pick it up halfway through. You'll watch it. You come back. I mean, it's, you know, we've all seen it a million times, but uh, but you only watch it once a year. You, and I usually end up watching it twice, you know, throughout that time period. Over the course of the yeah, day. Yeah, I, love think, it, I think that's a... And, you you know, you don't get overdone on it because you usually just see it once a year, mm-hmm. you know. I always... Wonderful Life is always on Christmas Eve, and we'll watch that. I'll watch Christmas Story on Christmas Day, Christmas Vacation at some point. I guess it's December the 13th, and I don't think I've watched a Christmas movie to this point. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've I've watched a... I li- have you listened to a lot of Christmas music? Yeah, I listen I to... I have a unique thing that I do in the morning where I, I listen to two songs. It takes me two songs to get here on the way to work, and I usually listen to worship, but now it's Christmas time, so it's Christmas worship. So it's, I listen to Silent Night twice on the way to work. It's a weird tradition. I just that's what I listen to every morning when it's I guess Christmas. We can start season. filtering in some Christmas music here soon. Yeah. Now we're gonna run out of days and chances to do it. So looking forward to that. Christmas movies, you bring it up. Makes me think of World of Wireless because now's the time to get your TV straightened out and ready to go. One of the things I love about the hopper system I have in my house with Dish, which you can lock in your price for three years, Netflix, Amazon Prime, all built into the guide. So I don't have to switch the input on the TV. Or push extra buttons to get to Netflix. I push one button on my Netflix on my um, remote on my Dish remote, and it takes me right to Netflix. Logs it into my account. Boom, I'm off. So if I want to watch 
and search Christmas movies. Or you can hit the voice button, the Google Assistant button on the remote, and just say Christmas movies, and it'll pull them all up on your guide. And uh, that's really cool. And this time of year when we're on the go, traveling, kids got stuff going on at school, you're missing things at night, the Dish Anywhere app allows you to set your DVR when you're gone and also watch TV on uh, on the go as well. So if you're out when the Hogs are playing, you can watch it on your phone with the Dish Anywhere app and never miss anything. 877-305-DISH. Get your three-year price guarantee, two-year commitment with World of Wireless, 877-305-DISH. So we don't have a Razorback sporting event until this Saturday with Arkansas taking on Bradley. They've got finals this week, and that game is in Little Rock. Starts at 3 o'clock, airtime at 2.30. We will be doing hog reaction following that game. We're going to do that uh, next. I guess we've got UNC Greensboro. No, that's not right. Sorry. UNC Asheville next Wednesday, and then they... On 28th, the next game yeah, after that, after LSU. Because they've got that. So we'll start up doing hog reaction after every game starting when SEC play rolls around. Basically, one more game the Asheville game, and then that's an eight o'clock weeknight game. No one will be there, right? I mean, it's the 21st. You want to be up till midnight doing that and then show? I don't. So, uh, you know, we'll start them all with, with well, I want to make sure we got every SEC game in. Yeah. That's what we will do. Plus that Baylor game. Yeah, that Baylor game's gonna be fun. I know my dad's really excited about that. As I hope the Bears. he's not as excited when it's over. Yeah, me too. That's gonna be a tough game in Waco. They uh oh, yeah. they have a salty basketball team. Yep. Uh, Win or lose, either team could still be in the final four. Yeah, I would um, agree with that statement. Win or lose that game. All right, hour number three coming up. We're gonna talk to Tom Murphy about a lot of things. Get his opinion on Trey Knox, Dow Loggins, latest on Mike Leach. Plus, we haven't gotten to this report yet from Brett McMurphy of the Action Network. Oklahoma and Texas joining the league earlier in 2024. It's been widely speculated. We'll see if it happens. Tom joins us next. First Western Bank. We are more than just a bank. We are your partner for all your financial services. First Western has real professionals with years of experience in banking, mortgage, insurance, and investments. From financial services to personal and business insurance to investment products, mortgages, and small business banking. First Western with locations throughout Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley and online at firstwestern.com. Exceptional financial services all in one place. First Western Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next is for the next era of beer drinkers with zero carbs and only 80 calories. KJ looking to throw. Plenty of time. Now he's running out of time. Throws it into the end zone. Complete. Touchdown, Arkansas. Trade ups. Hey, this is Darren McFadden. You're listening to the Morning Rush. Live from the Bush Light Studio. Bush. 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. On your favorite Arkansas sports talk station. Were you going to have a party here tonight, son? I don't know what that was all about. Streaming live from hitthatline.com. That seducer and spoiler must be stopped. He's extremely dangerous. This is The Morning Rush with Ty Richardson, Tommy Kraft, and Chuck Barrett. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing. And listen. The Morning Rush starts right now. Yes, sir. All right, it's hour number two, three, excuse me, of the Morning Rush here on a Toyota Tuesday. We're going to talk with our guy, Tom Murphy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports coming up in just a bit. But first, I want to tell you about our friends at Arts Barbecue and Burgers. Now, Tommy was talking 
a little bit about it earlier. Maybe this holiday season, you don't want to do the cooking, whether it's the turkey, the ham, whatever the case may be. Well, let Wade and Morgan help you out this holiday season. Now, the key is to call them today or this week because before Thanksgiving, they had to stop orders because they had so many because the expectation of arts is so high because so many people are calling, ordering, and getting all the stuff from them that you've got to do it ASAP. You've got to do it quick at Arts Barbecue and Burgers. Again, they can help you smoke or deep fry your turkey or ham. They've got all these different packages for you this holiday season. Maybe you had it on Thanksgiving. You want it again. Well, there's no problem with that. Give Morgan and way to call over at Arts Barbecue and Burgers. They can cater everything this holiday season from turkey to desserts. Again, that's Arts Barbecue and Burgers next to Buddies on Rogers Avenue. Let Arps help feed your family this Christmas season or New Year's for that matter. Maybe you got a big blowout for New Year's at Arts Barbecue and Burgers. Let's talk to Tom Murphy this morning, Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports. Tom, good morning, buddy. We were uh, talking about the latest on Trey Knox that the news that came out yesterday. Your thoughts on the former Arkansas tight end that has now hit the transfer portal? Yeah, when you guys played the uh, the intro with uh, Chuck's play-by-play there, I knew who that KJ pass was going to go to. Trey Knox. Um, I've I stated this publicly yesterday on Twitter. I've I've really enjoyed covering Trey Knox. Uh, what a fantastic kid! Bright, engaging. Um, change positions and you know at the time we heard that he wasn't real thrilled with it but I do think it played better into his skill set and um, so I guess this means he's going to play his final year somewhere else and with the news that Dow Loggins is going to South Carolina and his the guy who recruited him Justin Stepp being there I mean that that could be a logical destination for Trey Knox to wrap up his career but man you just hate to see it he would have been a, a, a great veteran presence and obviously a security blanket type uh, guy for K.J. to throw the ball to. Tom, who the heck is K.J. Jefferson going to throw the ball to in the Liberty Bowl? No Keytron Jackson. No Jaden Hazelwood. No Trey Knox. You don't have a starting center. I mean, who is he going to throw the ball to in the bowl game? Yeah, well, right now it looks to be Matt Landers, the running back, Isaiah Satania. I mean, there'll be some backup tight ends who could come in and help you. Um, But, yeah, they're going to look like, a different team. I mean, I think I haven't counted it all up yet, but they could have more opt-outs than what Penn State had um, in last year's Outback Bowl, and you can kind of tell they ran out of gas in the second half, particularly on defense. Uh, this Arkansas team doesn't appear to be as um, uh, personnel losses as much on defense as, as offense. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, with Pool, excuse me, with Pool and Sanders out, you know, and Miles um, Slusher gone. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna have losses on both sides of the ball. We're talking with Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat, in Whole Hog Sports. Tom, what happens if they get shelled in the bowl game? How do fans react to that? And how, the, how does the coaching staff kind of juxtapose that with the fact that they didn't have so many of their guys to actually participate in this one? Right. Uh, well, you just have to – everything has to be sorted properly and, and you know, put – examined. And, and I think – I don't, I don't see them getting shelled. Uh, because I think they can put in a capable center, even if it's moving Bo Lemmer over or putting Marcus Henderson in. Well, that they could be a competent offense, um, and so I don't I don't anticipate a shelling. Now they could lose the game, obviously, um, and people would say, "Well, we we had all these guys that did, didn't play in the bowl game." 
and then you'd be six and seven, so you'd have a losing season. I think Sam Pittman's record would go to five hundred, and next year would be seen as a, a pretty pivotal year in the trajectory of the football program. Yeah, and it's going to be a big year offseason-wise for coaching hires with Dow Loggins taking the South Carolina offensive coordinator job, Barry Odom going out to take the UNLV. I would expect Michael Shearer at some point to go with him whenever that gets announced. So Dow Loggins, I'm going to ask you about him. He has had a multitude of success recruiting since he's gotten here to Arkansas, and I think that he's going to continue to have success in Columbia, South Carolina. Doesn't have a great track record coaching offenses in the National Football League. Do you think he's going to have success offensively with Spencer Rattler and company next year? Well, I, I mean, they were they had their big games this year. I mean, if your program beat top ten teams to finish the year, Tennessee and Clemson, then you've had some success. And I, I don't see that Dowell Loggins' uh, tutelage of Spencer Rattler would, you know, force them to go backwards. So I would think that they would definitely have. Now, they did lose some, some key. I mean, I saw where um, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, um, Marshawn Lloyd got in the portal yesterday, and then they also lost Jaheim Bell, mm-hmm. who I thought was a really key part of what they do, real versatile piece. So, um, you know, they'll have to – it's just like every other program pretty much. You're going to have some of your best talent peeled off, and you're going to bring – guys back from the portal. I, mean, I thought Arkansas did a good, pretty good job this year with the trade-off they got between guys leaving early and then the portal guys they got. And so South Carolina would be in that same boat, you know, plug back plug back in some guys who can fit in our system and who Rattler can be comfortable with. And the same thing would be said for KJ, you know. They'd certainly have to bring in the freshman set of receivers uh, they've got to have guys like Satania and Bakke and Jaden Wilson have got to get better um, and uh, and give KJ a fleet of receivers he can, he can trust like he did this year's batch. Tom, you're talking about offensive success. One of the guys that comes to mind is Mike Leach, who we know is in critical di- condition at this point in time. Uh, this is a situation that not many fan bases have ever had to deal with, particularly in the Southeastern Conference. Uh, just kind of your thoughts on uh, Coach Leach as a coach overall and then just what he and his family have had to deal with the last couple of days. Yeah, he's a singular guy in this profession. I, mean, I don't think there's been quite as many or any others who have spoken their minds uh, the way they did. It seemed to me like he cherished going to places that had been struggling. And some people call them outposts or, you know, outbacks. In, in Lubbock and in Pullman, Washington, and Starkville, and you're talking about the three of the least populated areas in each of those conferences, and turning out winners, and then running his air raid offense. Um, when I covered Alabama, I'm not sure if I've shared this with you guys before. When I covered Alabama, they played Texas Tech in the Cotton Bowl. It was the 2005 season, and um, so after one of the pressers, I went up to Leach, um, and he had his coffee cup in his hand. I think he had a pair of shorts on, and I asked him something, and I can't remember what it had to do with. Maybe that he, he did magic tricks or card tricks, and lo and behold, he had a pack of cards in his pocket, and he pulled it out and played the trick, and the rest of the beat guys and I were standing around him. And It's a deal where I pick a card, and I, I want to say it was the seven of clubs, 
and he calls a buddy, and he goes, hey, man, can you do this right now? And the guy says whatever, and he talks to the guy, and then the guy tells, says what the, 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 the card is, and he got it right. And so um, uh, pretty amazing deal. And I, I've, I've read testimonials of folks, and this guy Stephen Robertson who covers Mississippi State has written some, some really touching things about Mike Leach and um, it's sad to hear. And um, yeah, just prayers, prayers to Mike Leach and his family. Yeah. We just got a flurry of text here, Tom, uh, the yeah, Mississippi state football program just released this about 11 minutes ago that Mike Leach at the age of 61 has passed away as of last night um, following a complications from a heart condition. So for all our Mississippi state brethren and family, um, our thoughts and prayers are with you this morning because uh that's not that's not something any fan base wants to go through and uh particularly a, a school that we compete with on a yearly basis tom uh absolutely true i mean it's just uh it's it's heartbreaking and um um i don't know what further there is to say other than he's going to be missed i mean you if you saw if you've been on social media the last two days you've seen Sam Pittman, and I think every coach in the SEC, Nick Saban has reached out and and said, you know, let's play, pray for Mike Leach. And uh, you, you've seen testimonials from a lot of folks, young journalists who uh, he had a connection with and, and he helped them. And so um, he's going to be – he's a shining light who will be missed. So that's the big coaching news in college football. Tom, the big coaching news in college basketball is what Chris Beard has been charged with. Do you think there's any way that Chris Delaconte and then move forward with Beard and at some point he's still coaching Texas in the future? Yeah, if I knew more of the details, I would uh, feel more comfortable commenting on whether or not they move forward with Beard. Um, you know, we've known, I mean, he had the, the broken hand or uh, that he punched the board um, when he was coaching. Did, did that not happen when he was at UALR? Um against Purdue. So, I mean, he's a high-strung guy, um, and I guess as the details come out uh, more, um, they'll have to, you know, reckon with what's happened here. Um, I I don't think schools are as tolerant anymore, and and I do think that, you know, if you're the leader of a program, you have to set a better example than that. And so we'll see as this thing plays out. Tom, on that note, and again, we'll have to wait, as you can say, as you just said, see if it plays out. Tommy brought something to my attention tonight that I hadn't even thought about. Let's say Chris Beard is let go and they're in the midst of a coaching search. How high up is Eric Musselman on Crystal Conte's list, and how apt would Eric Musselman be in potentially pursuing that opportunity? Man, I, I do not know the answer to that. I mean, I'm sure Texas could pay an astronomical salary, uh, however, Eric Musselman has seen in his short tenure here that you can build it here. Um, and they've been on the precipice with two years in a row. They've got a great team this year. He knows he can recruit to here. He knows he's uh, he's building himself uh, a legacy at Arkansas. So I, I don't think it would be easy for him to, to sever uh, the situation he has here. Tom, on the subject with Texas, and we're speaking with Tom Murphy, the Arkansas Democrat, is in Whole Hog Sports. 
Brett McMurphy of the Action Network is reporting that it looks like Oklahoma and Texas are going to join the league earlier in 2024. That's where his indications, his sources lead them. I know we've asked you before if you think this is going to happen. My perspective would be if you're an Arkansas fan or an athletics department member or a coaching staff member, do you want Texas and Oklahoma to join a league early? <laughs> well, um, no matter what you think or what you want, if you're a UA uh, administrator, Hunter Yurichek, Chancellor, whomever, uh, it's got, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. If Texas is joining early. It's, it's kind of like when they joined the league. A&M was clearly opposed to it, did not want to be in the same conference, but uh, they were a small pebble against the tide. And so whatever year Texas and Oklahoma are going to join, that's what's going to happen. Um, what, what it spells is um, increased competition. Yeah, it also means increased revenues, um, but your your position in the league really hasn't changed. You're, you're a program that, um, is right around the midpoint in, in terms of revenue. Uh, uh, and, you know, you, you've, got two, you've got two powerhouse teams from traditionally that are joining. And so it, it's going to be tough. It, it's tough right now for Arkansas to try to win the SEC West. If they're all put in one division, um, it's just going to be tougher to, to win the whole thing. I mean, can you imagine the competition in this league when, if there's no division and everybody's vying for the top two spots, and you know that if the, with the playoff expanding to twelve, that I there's going to be years where three and four SEC teams have a chance to make it. <clears throat> and so, I mean, it's it's it just it's a tougher uh, deal to crack. And Arkansas is not going to stop whether they come in in twenty four or twenty five. That's what the SEC is going to look like in football in a few years. The SEC basketball right now looks pretty talented as well. Maybe five or six teams yeah. that make the NCAA tournament, and we're going to have to to wait until December 28th before Arkansas plays its first conference opponent. We don't have to wait to see Nick Smith anymore, though. He's played a couple games. We saw him go off against UNC Greensboro. He wins SEC Co-Freshman of the Week. Tom, from what you've seen of this point of the number one college prospect of the country, how has Nick performed? Um, he, he plays with a lot of energy. You could tell he's a, he's a team guy. Uh, when other guys make plays, he's, he gets fired up. Uh, I like his, um, ability to score in a lot of different ways. Uh, just hope that the knee continues to hold up well. And, um, you could tell he wanted to play. And so, uh, they're, they're a team that's had to constantly, you know, morph a little bit. Now with Brazil out, uh, I thought, they play with so much energy against Oklahoma. Uh, contrast that to the UNC Greensboro game. That was a high-level game they played against Oklahoma. And so um, um, his game, um, I, I think they're going to find ways to accentuate what he does. Uh, I think Jordan Walsh had a better game the other day. You could tell he was a little more aggressive, which I talked to you guys about. Um, it was good to see. And so I think guys are going to continue to fit in their roles and Nick Smith certainly has a large role on this team. Another guy's role that's been expanded is Ricky Council the fourth, and I think him coming in, you expected some quality things about him, but maybe not the degree of he's going to lead your team in scoring. If you're Eric Musselman, Tom, how do you balance the rise of Ricky Council and the return of Nick Smith without them trampling on one another? Well, you know, that is a delicate thing. However, I, there's one ball, but there's plenty of opportunity for the both of them. And I think what we've 
seen so far is almost as Ricky Council plays, the Razorbacks play, because he was under the weather against Greensboro, didn't have his best game, and that was a game that was so tight for so long, unexpectedly. Um, he's got, you know, he, he's made a couple of dagger threes. Um, you know, he, he made the one against Troy that was so huge. Um, and then he had one the other day. So, the, so I like his game. I like that when it was a tight game and it was uh, one possession at a time, I think this was against Troy, Arkansas just let him ISO and, and drive in the lane, and he scored. You know, it was a different style from Mason Jones, but it was the same kind of thing. Give him the ball, let him go man-to-man against his guy and create something. And so um, he's been such a wonderful addition to this team. Uh, but I do think that both those guys can shine. Both of them have, will have scoring opportunities. I like what they've done recently with pick and roll stuff with Mitchell. Um, he's scored early in games, and when he does that, it opens things up for everybody. And it gets him kind of juiced up a little bit. You can tell his emotions start getting going mm-hmm. when he's doing things, and that I think translates to his defense, the presence that he has blocking shots and rebounding as well. Tom, we'll leave it there this morning, man. Really appreciate your insight, as always, on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock. We'll speak to you on on Thursday at 720. Sounds good. Talk to you then. All right, good stuff, as always, from our friend Tom Murphy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports. Now, Mr. Phil Elson is going through something that, as men, we have to go through. A colonoscopy, which every single one of you love dearly, right? I haven't had to do one yet. I'm going to have to do one in a few years. I'd say a few. I'm 28 now. It's coming at some point. Now, Phil has stated he's got this thing at 9, but he's going to be on air for halftime today. Now, I looked this morning because I thought it might be there because Bet Saracen has everything. Now, they didn't have the over and under or the the plus minus of what the odds were Phil is going to actually be the full three hours of halftime today. But I, that's kind of surprising because they got everything. They got Arkansas basketball games early. They got football. They've got in-game odds. You've got a World Cup game today. I think it's Argentina and Morocco. A lot of in-game betting happens. They have everything on the Bet Saracen app. And I know you think some, some of you think, oh, betting, that's for guys my age. And a lot of my friends do it. But no, this is for everyone. It's on Apple. It's on Android. And it's easy. The Bet Saracen app. Those guys have figured it out. It is the easiest betting app to use. You literally pull up your phone, football, basketball, baseball, soccer. They've got everything you need on the Bet Saracen app. Again, just go to the App Store and download it or go to BetSaracen.com and be sure to check out a really cool video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets. So back to Chris Beard for just one sec. You're like, and I brought up the Eric Musselman angle with Tom. And Tommy, I'll give him credit because he's the one that really broached that subject last night at dinner. And I hadn't thought about that to this point. And I hope Danielle and Eric aren't thinking about it. I hope Danielle hates Austin, Texas. I hope she hates it with a burning passion. I have no idea if she does or not. I just hope that they stay here because it's been a fun ride thus far. But here's the other angle that needs to be accounted for and talked about. A young man by the name of Ron Holland who I think is signed, they need to double-check on this, but I think he's signed with Texas early. If this happens and Beard is let go because of the allegations, then I would think there would possibly be an NCAA waiver that he could use to get out of his signing with Texas. You say, Ty, why is that important? Because Ron played with Andy Black at Duncanville, and he is a guy that Arkansas sought after and wanted and did not end up signing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. So, that being said, 
you might have a second crack at this kid. Now, Bayfall is the five-star young man from Denver. He's the, I think, number he's the number one player in Colorado. I think he's number three center in his class. And you've also got Layden Blocker, who played at Lerock Christian, now played at Sunrise Academy, and uh, is a really talented point guard. Both are five-stars. You could add another potential five-star to this list if it plays out like I think it might. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see what Ron thinks if he stays on Texas, if they keep him on board. Just something to monitor when it comes to this Chris Beard situation because three five-stars, that'd be pretty nice. We know Musk is going to get some guys in the portal. That could be someone else that you want to keep an eye on in terms of recruiting. All right, when we come back, we've still got a lot more to get to here on a Toyota Tuesday. Your calls and texts are welcome, 877-377-6963. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. Good morning to the morning rush, everybody. Devo's going to drive, love for Council, and a throwdown. Ricky with the throwdown, Doc Hawks by 12. Watch the morning rush on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Just search Hit That Line. The big developing story that, unfortunately, I have to share with you this morning is so many of our Texters have sent in is Mike Leach is no longer with us, dead at the age of 61. We're going to react to that news coming up in just a bit. First, I want to tell you about our friends at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers for Keith Wilson and his team. They do a great job at the Russellville and the Fayetteville location. At CJ's, you're always going to get an, a dynamic burger and awesome fries, and their milkshakes are fantastic as well. The Fayetteville location, you can always get salads, chicken sandwiches. You can also go through the drive-thru. You can do curbside pickup. 
You can take out, dine in, and then also you can dine in and take it to go at the Russellville location. We know football's done, so you don't have CJ's in the stadium anymore, but you can always bring it home with you with the delicious CJ's Butcher Boy Burger Seasoning. They also have the patties ready-made at Harps. So, again, you can get the seasoning at, Har- at your local Harp stores, or you can get it at both locations as well. Again, I think they're going to win for the bajillion time the best NWA award for burgers, fries, and cheap eats. I can't wait for them to announce that. CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers. When all you do are burgers, they have to be the best. And let me tell you, they are at CJ's. Tell Keith and his fam that Ty and Tommy sent you. All right, let's talk about Mike Leach for a sec. This is from the president, Mark E. Keenum. Mike's death also underscores the fragility and uncertainty of our lives. Three weeks ago, Mike and I were in the locker room celebrating a hard-fought victory in in Oxford. Mike Leach truly embraced life and lived in such a manner, and he left no regrets. It's a worthy legacy. Anytime you have someone close to you pass away, you think about a lot of different things. You think about, did I have spend enough time with them? Did I tell them how much I, I love them? And for every Mississippi State football player, family member with Mike Leach, anyone that worked with them, they're contemplating them those same questions right now. I mean, this was a visionary. This was a pioneer in the football world. I mean, you think about... Back in the day, him teaming up with Hal Mummy. I think it was at Valdosta State, Kentucky, and then he moved on to Oklahoma. We saw his track record at Texas Tech. I mean, guy won in Pullman, Washington. He won 11 games at Washington State and has had so many good quarterbacks over the years. Graham Harrell, Gardner Minshew, I mean, Will Rogers this year. He is just a football mind that is no longer with us at the age of 61. He's an icon of sorts. You think about all the, the crazy quirks and quotes that he's had over the years. Always, always willing to speak his mind, which is more than I can say for myself sometimes. He's never afraid of the backlash that he may receive by believing a certain thing. But again, it's Mike Leach, and that's who he was. And remember, this is a guy that graduated from Pepperdine and went to the U.S. Sports Academy. I mean, he had a crazy mind. I think he played rugby at BYU, if I remember that right. I mean, he had just, he lived life to the fullest in a variety of different ways. He's had a bunch of players drafted, and I know that I'm listing more football accolades at this point. I didn't know Coach Leeds personally. I never covered Coach Leeds, so there's a lot more people out there that have covered him in Lubbock, Texas, Pullman, Washington, Starkville, Mississippi, Lexington, Kentucky, Norman, Oklahoma, that could speak to things off the field and outside the spectrum at football. But again, we spoke to Chris Beard being the big college basketball story with the arrest. Coach Mike Leach dead at the age of 61. I mean, you look at his track record of coaches – it is insane. Lincoln Riley, Dave Aranda, these are his former assistants. Sonny Cumbie, Dana Holgerson, Seth Luttrell, who beat you when he was at North Texas, Art Bryles, Neil Brown, who's at West Virginia, Josh Heupel at Tennessee, Sonny Dykes at TCU, Cliff Kingsbury for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, that is kind of who has followed him in his coaching tree. That is a crazy list. We always talk about how Frank Broyles had this incredible track record with assistant coaches. Those guys I just mentioned, they're not scrubs. 
those are some quality football coaches, and a lot of them learned from one of the most innovative minds in college football history. That would be Mike Leach. And Mississippi State now has a lot of things they have to deal with. They have a new athletics director, which this situation that he has been thrust into, it's not easy. Bracky Brett is the guy name. He's the interim at this point in time. I don't know if he's going to keep that job. I don't know if he's just kind of keep the, the ship from sinking until they hire a new AD. I'm not familiar with what's going on in Starkville. You've got that developing. You've got the fact that now this football team doesn't have a head coach heading into bowl season. And I know those are minor things relative to the fact that this guy is no longer with us and his family and so many others are, are heartbroken and suffering. But this is a very difficult thing for an entire fan base to have to go through who Mississippi State, they really, it seemed like, embraced Coach Leach from his time that he arrived on campus. And, and now they're going to have to go a new direction as – Again, he is no longer with us at the age of 61. You're welcome to call in at 877-377-6963. Text in as well. React to your favorite Mike Leach moment. And again, there's a lot to choose from. So if you got one that stands out to you, you're more than welcome to chime in here this morning as we've got one more segment coming up here on the Morning Rush. That will be discussed later. In just a second, our SEC update, we will come back to that conversation. Also want to talk about a report that I shared with Tom, Brett McMurphy, talking about that Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12 early to join in 2024. This has been discussed and talked about and reported, and the fact that it seems to be getting more traction, I think it's going to end up happening at this point. Also want to let you know, Malik Hornsby has heard from two SEC schools. He tells 24-7 Sports. I'll tell you who that is coming up. Plus, it is National Cocoa Day. So for all you cocoa lovers out there, in addition to National Ice Cream Day, I think cocoa is probably better with it being a little colder outside than ice cream. But all that's coming up. Stay with us on the Morning Rush on ESPN Arkansas. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.